Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is a new player has joined. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. And today we're going on a trip through history. Yeah. I'm shrinking you down. We, and we're going into a history yeah, book. Yeah, honey, I shrunk the kids and then a bloodbath. And then a bloodbath. Ooh. That's, oh, ooh, yeah. Oh, you like ooh. that, huh? You like that bloodbath? Would you want a Narnia situation where you could go somewhere in history? Would you want that? That's not what Narnia was. I know, but I'm saying if you, <laughs> if you could go back to a time mm-hmm. when the lion was Jesus Christ, or is that what Narnia is? Is that not kind I mean, of what yeah, Narnia is? Is that not? Is it thing. not? I didn't know if, it, or if there actually is a Christian. No, there's that other thing that's not Narnia that you like, right? Oh, um, the Dark Materials. Is it with a lion? Is there a lion in it? Or uh, there's things? a polar bear. Never mind. So it is the Jesus thing I was thinking about. Never Every mind. bad Fine. book is a Jesus But I'm thing. talking about, would you want to go to a place in history of the world if you had a Narnia <laughs> cabinet? You had a, it's a wardrobe. Okay, so you can go into the wardrobe and grab snacks in the cabinet. Where would you want to go? The Lion, the Witch, and the Narnia cabinet (laughs) is so funny to me. We're talking about Rise of Nations. (laughs) Let's jump in. This is New Players Joy. Doing the thing. Just two guys with their laptops open, getting ready to do the thing that they do with their laptops. Because most people, that's the case, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. You open up your laptop, we all pretend like uh, this $1,000 thing is necessary yeah. for what we're doing. It is a $1,000, isn't it? It's always just like, yeah, this is a down payment on a car, <laughs> a nice car. <laughs> we all open up our laptops. Now, Jesse's a writer. Yeah. You write. Now mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Anytime everyone's like, let's take notes, nobody fucking takes notes. No. Maybe like one or two people, but not everybody. Right. So it's like this weird thing of uh, we just want you to seem like you're busy. Yeah. You, to see, you just have to act like you care. You have to put up the facade that this is as important to you as it is to me. Right. And everybody has to kind of do that. And we all do that at our computers. How many people, how many people actually at the coffee shops are working? Uh, only the baristas. Oh, yeah. Only, like, really only, working. Only in little, like, two-minute spurts. Yeah, like, oh, I gotta crack this uh, two-pager or yeah. whatever. Just like... <laughs> yeah, most of, most of you are just online shopping. <laughs> That's it. And you're you're shopping for books about how to get through writer's block. And I gotta yeah, tell you, it's not, not the way. It's not, it's not, it's it's not the way. It's not the way. Go do something. Do anything. Yeah. You do anything to get out of writer's block. Yeah, you, you don't, take a walk. You don't stare at your computer and go... What happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened to me? Go what happened to life? Experiences. Go get some experience. But how? 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 Hey guys, listening to Pleasure in the Yeah, I did something last night that I've never done before. Ew. Okay, fine. Well, I don't know. Fine. I don't know. I fucked the entire fridge. I Keith. knew. I had sex with the entire fridge. I mean, I woke up item by and item. I didn't want to open it up, but I opened up the fridge and I it was terrible. Sore. I. This is a gross joke. This is, yeah, this is gross. <laughs> what were we gonna say? I went back and I opened up my old. I got to a point in playing Hollow Knight where I was like, "Oh man, I'm almost at the end." But then I've got all of this like grinding stuff I got to do. I got to buy all these charms and find all like the minutiae stuff. And I was like, or I could just skip to my last save file. The 
uh, Hollow Knight goes up to 112% completion. Okay. And that's with sure. the, that's with the Grim um, DLC that's included when you buy it now and like a few other things that are unnecessary to complete the story, but they're there. Right. Uh, and one of those things, and the most glaring of those things, is beating the real boss of the game. Yeah. Because you can beat the Hollow Knight and get an ending, or you can like enter the the consciousness of the I've, Hollow Knight. I've seen you because you hated fighting this thing. Yeah. And now when I I can beat the Hollow Knight with my fucking eyes closed now. Right. It's nothing. Mm. Uh and last night I was like, I'm gonna finally learn the radiance, learn the true uh the true boss of the game and try to take it down. It has one of the best opening sequences of any boss. Right. Because you just stand on a pillar in the middle of some dream world, and there's like clouds behind you, and the sun is setting, and you get up on this pillar, and it just says challenge. And if you press up on it, your character, the knight, takes his nail, his sword-like weapon, and he just like, you know, brandishes it. And then the sun unfurls into this crazy huge being that floats towards you. It flashes in front of you, and then the screen, and everything in Hollow Knight is gray and black. And the screen flashes bright white and just in black letters says the radiance. And the fight is like on with a big choral arrangement behind it. Mm-hmm. It's a very impressive opening setting for right. this fight. And then you hated it because you saw it so much. Right? I No, they only make you do that the first time. Got it. The rest of the times they cut right to it. Because you have to beat the Hollow Knight every time to get to the radiance. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay, that's why you're so good at it. Yeah. yeah. So I had to beat the Hollow Knight, you know, like... 40 times last night before I beat the Radiance last night. And this fight is so goddamn challenging. Right. But I feel like my skill level upped. Like, I figured out move sets in the final boss of the game that I'd gone the entire game without playing. That right. was kind of crazy. Yeah. So, beat it. Immensely fun. Immensely satisfying. One of my favorite bosses I've ever faced. Just really into this game. And g- genuinely... I know for the last few weeks or episodes I've been I've been spouting about this, but like Hollow Knight is so goddamn good. Please check it out. Go check out Hollow Knight. So that's what I did that's last what night he did. playing my video games. That's what he did. Uh what about are you playing two K still? I beat it. You beat two K. I beat it and then um I won and the season was over and like three amazing players joined my team and mm-hmm. I was like, Yeah, I'm done and just kind of like <laughs> Stop playing because I was like, all right, I did it. I don't want to. Re- I don't want to do it again. So I like retired. I played one season in the NBA. And yeah, had my guy retire. You uh, played one season, got rookie, got MVP, like, got got the championship. Everyone joined my team after. Mm-hmm. It just would have been like they pulled I, a Kevin Durant on you. Like literally, uh, Anthony Davis joined my team. Mm-hmm. Ingram joined my team. Drummond joined my team. Jeez. Like we just had these three additions who were all like stars. And nobody left my team. Yeah. So we just stacked beyond all so belief. So you still had Giannis. I had everybody. Like, we're all going to be 95 yeah. like on the court. And I'm like, I could do this for 82 games or I, like, could not. Yeah. Or I could just I don't really off. care because the 21's coming out. But I don't even think it. It's hilarious because I, I started playing the game that we're talking about today. Um online i was just going through steam and i had 2k on i wanted to read the reviews for 2k and it's just like hilarious why what are the reviews on people steam fucking like? hate 2k yeah they hate it they hate it for the scammy things that they do obviously trying to make money off kids and just yeah it's a pay to play game and they mm-hmm. kind of hide it that's not our pay to win game yes. with hiding it basically um and then in 2k online on pc apparently everybody hacks the shit out of it and 2k doesn't really do anything to stop it so people are just like 
this sucks. Yeah. That, like, this know, isn't a fun experience. There's an interesting thing with the video game world and the video game culture and the fandom that is kind of a, a two-sided or double-edged sword where people are so protective of video games right. that they can become abusive and toxic. But on the flip side of it, they're so protective of their video game community that when a game comes along and has a bit of scam, online is just like, fuck off. Just like pay to play, fuck off. Yeah, it's uh, so Madden's. You we talked about Madden has like zero scores. Yeah, so it's like people talking about how these games are just coming out and they're fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. But people can't go play those games anywhere else. Yeah, so they're stuck playing the sports. Everybody's games. just like stuck playing. It's like, but people are like, it's like everybody just has to stop paying to play video games, mm-hmm. or they have to just buy indie games. But also, oh, yeah. I just feel like. I feel like, in my opinion, video games as a whole needs to... It needs a restructuring? Get its shit together. Because yes. I'm just like, all this is just kind of bullshit at yeah. this point. Because I guess, I guess to me, they're just moving us as 30-year-olds, people who are older, out of it. We're like, it was our thing. Mm-hmm. Video games was like a kid thing. They're still like playing it to us. But I guess in terms, they're just like, no, we want loot boxes matter. Right. Like, that's how we make our money. We don't give a fuck what your what the story was or anything like that like yeah, you'll we're have just here to be a cash cow right you'll have naughty dog where they want to like make pieces mm-hmm. and make great games and then the rest of them are like we just want to make money yes so i don't give a fuck what the story is what that is what's going on yeah it's like i mean we talked about this with uh with fall guy where i tried to play it and i was just like this isn't a game really yeah, it's <laughs> taking off like everybody's playing i know fall guys. i haven't picked it up i looked at it i've seen people play it I get it. I just kind of, it's like you're saying, it's just like, I'm not connected even though people are playing no, it. it means nothing to so me. So just like, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's like a drop of water in the ocean. It's yeah. kind of like, okay, this just kind of goes on and on and on mm-hmm. and on. But like, I get it if I'm playing with tons of people, Yeah. maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, Keith, we're not talking about any No, we're talking about the game, the oh, other game I was today. playing. What uh, game are we talking about? We're talking today? about Rise of Nations. Okay. And uh, I think I've brought okay. up this story that uh, I played my friend, before like gaming took off, I used to play Counter-Strike seriously. And then my friend who I'd play hockey with, his parents got divorced. Mm-hmm. This is, as a kid, when your friend's parents get divorced, it's great. <laughs> All you want to know why? It has all the newest things. It really, it's this so two true. Christmases. Oh, baby, two baby, competing for it's their love. It's so true. This guy bought like five Alienware computers and mm-hmm. set up a land place in his <laughs> own fucking house. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not gonna sleep. I'm gonna like, yeah. pl- like, gonna, like this is like so is like my fucking dream as a kid. Gonna go ahead and uh, call out the Beatles on this one. You can buy me love. <laughs> you absolutely, you absolutely can, can buy the, me love. At the time, so cool. So like, all we would jump into Medal of Honor together and play them together. And also, this was such a big gaming experience for me, and also a very Chicago experience for me because this uh, kid was super sausage, super Chicago. But he like. The thing of, like, we'd wander the streets. This isn't something I did. <laughs> I'm from the suburbs. But, like, Chicago suburbs, like, uh-huh. parts of them, super Italian, yeah. super diverse, super, like, like, hey, we're... Every major city has to have one right. very Italian well, suburb or Okay, district. but Chicago, it's all of them. Yeah. Uh, it's very <laughs> Polish or Italian or whatever. But the thing of, like, 
I'm just not. Hey, Keith, we're going to go hang out with my friends, and we're probably going to watch porn, and they're like women, basically. Like, it was like that sort of like Wait, where. What? Yes, I know. <laughs> like, they would start fights with people in the streets because they, like, knew them. Like, <laughs> what is this? this? I don't. Chicago High School. That's like, weird. Just, it's out. Remember, I told you, the high school I went to, they were like, the parents were hazing kids. Yes. So I'm just like. So it's not just, oh, man, you guys are kids. It's crazy. I'm like, Chicago suburbs are fucking weird and yeah, fucking nuts. They seem, I don't know what that is. I don't know what it, it is either. Like, it seems like a severe adolescence at every age. I have no idea. Uh, in sh- Chicago, great city. I, I have terrible experiences there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got to play the new Medal of Honor there with my friend, which is a shit ton of fun because he's really good at it. Um, and Medal of Honor, I used to play very seriously because uh, my parents wouldn't buy me PCs. Mm. Um, and I'd play PlayStation. They had Medal of Honor on PlayStation, but Medal of Honor on PlayStation 1 was very blocky yeah. and like stagnant. You couldn't aim very well and all it's these things. Stilted, the movement's not great. It, there's it's very there's no there's nothing smooth about no, it. No, not at all. Uh and compared to a mouse, it was like night and day. So yeah. I would play on the Mac. Medal of Honor and Max weren't set up. It'd be like the family computer, and I would play the shit out of this demo because I don't know if a lot of you guys did this because you didn't have you fucking didn't, demos. You didn't have I money, yeah. So there'd be some demos where you could just play online, All and they'd the give time. you just two maps. And people are like, "Okay, well, I guess this is the game I play. Yeah, this is it's all like, I need." So I would just play the demo of Medal of Honor Allied Nations or Allied something over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it became a skill game where you can only use rifles. So people would have a hard time like shooting each other. And they're yeah. like clans would start up in the demo. So there was this tight knit group of like 200 of us, <laughs> the same people <laughs> over just playing the shit out of this game That's against and none of us went to just go buy it. We no. all just played like the demo. So I'd like have a lot of fun playing at this house. And it was the first time I got to play Call of Duty mm-hmm. and Call of Duty before it became what it is now was a very fun experience, yes. especially on like a new computer and all that sort of stuff. And then I got to play this game, Rise of Nations. Right. Uh, the most crack-filled game at the time that I played. It really, it now it's kind of like not the same as Civ. Civ, I just get like lost in it. But when I first played this, it was like crack because it's Age of Empires mm-hmm. mixed with Civilization. So it's it's That's a real-time game. strategy game yes. where you're building an actual civilization within it and then going to war within it. So you're developing as a nation, mm-hmm. you're upgrading. So what it is, you start as like uh, tribes and then you grow up and then you like, you can start to get resources and what you do just like in Age of Empires is is everything's moving and it's very like I don't know how to describe the vibe of it it's but it's constant if you, it's but Age of Empires has this vibe about it mm-hmm. I don't know what it is like it's very hokey and pokey like the sounds you hear in them yeah. sound like somebody's trying to play an instrument, but they can't figure it out. Yes. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. There's, I was going to ask you about this because the sound design... Very strange. ...in Rise of Nations mm. is uh, is two different things. It's uh, kind of like a Civ kind of ambient music in the background. Right. But when things are happening in the foreground... It's like uh, you're watching that finance show from yes, CNBC. Yes, Kramer. He's just like, Kramer, yes. like, that's not what I think. Hawk, <laughs> Yeah, it's like at one point 
it's, you know, if we're gonna march into battle, there's just right. like this little snare, like, and that's it. I, it's I, very cartoonish. So what I, so what the game, and we'll talk about this, why the game, for me, I have a lot of fun playing it. It's hard as hell because yeah. you have to be making so many decisions so fast and you have to move around the screen so fast. Mm -hmm. And because in the Civ terms, you are growing, you're strategically trying to figure out what you want to do. There's right. a lot of reading of like, what does this do? And what does that do? And how do you set up this? And what's the technology leading to this? But you don't have time to read it, to read or yes. do any of that or think about any of that. You just, you just have to be in it, experience. You it. have to go, and there's oh, there's so many different ways to play this game. Mm -hmm. So you can actually just do the straight up Civ game where you can't attack somebody unless you do like the treaties and like all that sort of right. stuff. So it can't just be all out chaos. Then you can make chaos and all this sort of stuff. But why it's so cool and why it's so fun, and why it's like you have to hurry is if you get to technology before somebody else does, you can just attack them and destroy them better. Right, so like, if you get gunpowder yes. and people still have bow and arrows, it's like, this is done. And in Civ, you're like, yeah, but you can do that in Civ, but Civ is more like a chess game. Mm -hmm. It's more like, I'll show this character, fight this character, and we'll roll the dice to see what it's like. Yeah. But your character clearly has way better advantage for the dice to roll and that sort of thing. And in this game, it's literally like, watching guys with swords run towards you while you machine it's, gun them down. It's like crazy. It's like uh, if you played in the NFL when it was just leather hats and yeah. pads, and then all of a sudden the Baltimore Ravens showed up yeah. in full helmets Modern Baltimore Ravens yeah. with all the muscles and all this. Like It wouldn't even, like, it wouldn't even be fucking close. It's, it's not like, oh, we like need to take a, a time out and get our gear. It's like, no, you came with this gear, you leave with nothing. Right, and so there's so many different units that you have to upgrade, and they all do different things. And the thing that makes a game difficult is there's so many different resources. Mm -hmm. So it's a really, the game... It's it, involved. It's so involved, but each game you play it's kind of like so when you start out right you're like a basic uh feudal system you're a tribe and so what do you have as a tribe what do you need you just need yeah. like wood and a farm and like maybe need to some be your water yeah like just basic shit but as you learn more technology they're like okay we found out that writing is important so mm -hmm. we need a library need we need you to get scientists now yeah. now we need to do mining so you're like okay but still like be looking at the food so you're like Still the beginning, an entire and it just, it just keeps adding layers to it, while also, if let's say you, like, this is, like, my trick, and what a lot of people's tricks are, is you make a bunch of basic units, and you don't have to upgrade them every single time. You can just wait until, like, you get guns and then upgrade them. So your units go from literally characters just, like, with slingshots mm -hmm. to immediately they, like, have weapons. Yeah. And what's really cool is it's, like, civilization of each country or each civilization the units represent that nation okay. so if you're going against persia if you're going against any of these asian uh nations and i was in the middle of like getting going to get guns from not from like swords mm -hmm. and they had fucking elephants yeah so they're sending <laughs> elephants at me and sending elephants at me when i don't have guns to them they're like yeah fuck you like yeah, there's not much you can right. do and it's just like watching each nation has its own things and i brought it up to you were we even playing no we weren't talking on the podcast talking about it i don't think so uh how russia uh, in this game, when you're Russia, if anybody invades you, your units just start dying slowly yeah. because it's supposed to represent how when you're in Russia, it's just so vast and cold that you just like can't deal yeah, with nobody it. Can, nobody can win a war against Russia yeah. in Russia no. in the winter. So there's things like that, and there's a bunch of different civilizations, and there's a bunch of different ways to play. If you're playing with your friends, this is like the most fun mm -hmm. because 
you can gang up with each other and just go attack like one giant hard enemy or things like that. And what happened with my friend is like we would play all night and you'd basically end up at a stalemate Mm -hmm. where we could instantly make tanks, but it still wasn't enough to defeat China. Like it's like things like that in the game of just like fun little glimpse into the future of just like you can get to the information age. So it's really crazy watching the game go from like, hey, slingshots, bows and arrows, catapults to the end of it of just like bombs, like nuclear bombs, futuristic shit, like everything's just blowing up everywhere. Like uh, land doesn't even fucking matter Mm -hmm. anymore. It's like all these things being like, wow, 30 minutes ago I was playing with knights and I was in the medieval era and all this shit and now it's just futuristic, Yes. craziness and now it's modern warfare run amok yeah everything's obliterated and the same thing in civ is that there's uh wonders so you make wonders yes. and the wonders give you things and the Turkata army the Turkata uh army civilization or that you get in civilizations also in this game and it's basically like the trick to the game mm-hmm. which is it automatically will just make a character for free for you every 30 seconds so they just give you something that's fucking crazy so i get that immediately as soon as I can and just put it there and it's just passively just making units yeah. for me. So it's hilarious that like I'm not even really building an army and then but I'm look over an and army. I have like this massive army yeah. ready to attack for me. That's fucking cool. And so that's, go ahead. Well, that's one of the things about the, uh, this game that I, I really like is that you get to pick your society. Yeah. And every society has their own set of perks that go right. along with and it. And you can ch- choose how do you, you want to run your government and yeah. monarchy and democracy and all this sort of stuff. So how do you typically go? I it's just I think I've just been playing video games so long, and I've just been so hardcore about being an American my whole life. I just <laughs> always choose America. Yeah. Because America... It's just... It's, it's, it's when you play... When I play Civilization, mm-hmm. it's like... Yeah, I'm patriotic. Yeah. Like, this is my shit. This is my home. Yeah, like, you're like, I love America. The things about America I don't love have nothing to do with, with the, America. Right. Has nothing, the government. It has nothing to do with this game that I'm playing. I'm in control right. of America, and I'm, I'm the person doing it. Yeah. So when I play, like, as Egypt, I'm like, I really have no connection to this. Gotcha. Like, I think it's really cool. I still play as them, like, strategically and all these sorts of things. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I just still like it's no connection. Like immediately, my brain's like America, yeah. America, America. You and just it's have like, that visceral reaction yeah. to your home country. I'm like, this is the stuff that I make. So like when you're playing it, when you go from let's say musket men in the 1600s and you get to like the 1700s, mm-hmm. they turn into uh, American revolutionary soldiers right. with like the wood in front of them. So they automatically yeah. make them just look super revolutionary mm-hmm. and all the stuff in the enlightenment age and shit so i'm like oh yeah that's fucking cool as hell right so like all these parts of it like make it interesting and each uh civilization has their own power up and america's is innovation which right. means i can make my wonder i can like do things faster so i'm like it worked the strategy works out for me because the first thing i make is tur- the turkata army yeah uh uh wonder you make the terracotta army in america yeah yeah <laughs> and then i build the fucking kremlin in america yeah like i just do all the also all the military futuristic things. of you <laughs> i do all the military things uh for america because i'm just relearning it now so i'm trying to keep up with it i'm mm-hmm. only playing on easy and the majority of the game the computer still is like points wise doing better than me and i'm just like i don't know 
how what to do mm-hmm. because in civilization to go from like nothing to guns takes like six seven hours or something like that like just takes a fucking yeah, while a and in this game it takes like 30 minutes <laughs> so so if your plan is i'm gonna use my samurais to go fuck up america and then they have guns you're like well there goes a samurai like yep. it's like you have to that's be it. you have to be fucking fast so that's why people like this game is like you have to be on you have it to be on at all times making decisions and moving quickly so you have to get used to uh control one control two which you can control your units essentially so you just press numbers on your keyboard mm-hmm. so it jumps back to those points so if you ever watch starcraft players play their game they're just not using the mouse they use the keyboard yeah so it's just like typing and controlling jumping back and forth and i just like don't have the brain <laughs> for, I, like it's too it's fast hard. like it's me relearning it so i can't fluidly do it it's like me yeah. learning how to ice skate again or it's like oh okay it's hard too. well like when you get to a certain point with games in your life where you've mastered so many different kinds of them. Right. That one's like, okay, now start from scratch again with this new type. It's like, ugh, I don't want to go back to sucking. Right. <laughs> I was so good at so many things. Don't bring me back to a first grade reading level. And I have a brain of, uh, if nice, I put, dude. I have a brain, if I put something somewhere, I'm not thinking about it. I'm just thinking like about the next thing I'm about to do. Yeah. So it'll be the thing of like, okay, I'll build this nuclear silo, but I won't press control three or like make sure I can get back to it easily. So mm-hmm. I'll like spending time of like where the fuck is my bomb like looking around yeah. the map when i'm getting attacked so it's like this thing of like fuck 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 it's fuck. an organizational task on right. top of the creative task of it so there's a part where i'm just doing that and those are parts of the game where you can just play with the ai and the ai is good in this game and you can just do allies trades all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. that's fucking cool man now it's hard to talk about this game okay without history yeah that's true because uh, this this spans what, like six, seven, eight empire or ages, eras, like, whatever they call them. I don't know where it starts. If it's like the, yeah. bronze, the bronze age or whatever, it starts with the bronze. You get to the futuristic. Yeah, things like eight is what it is. But that's okay. not what I'm asking about the game. I'm okay. going to be asking you. Oh, we got a game coming. I got up. a game for you. It's called History. Never heard of it. Okay. Uh, where I'm going to ask you history questions. Mm-hmm. And you have to tell me what they are. And honestly, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be very honest with you. Okay. I didn't know like most of this shit. Keith, we've talked about this. I consider you a history buff. I don't know. I don't know most of this shit. I don't know. I, don't, shit. I don't know history for shit. Uh, I, all of my education in history was spent yeah. just being like, memorize this date, memorize this name. And as such, I learned nothing because history class never focused on the role of history in creating culture and economics and societies it was all just memorization to yeah and that's what ruins history for yes. me because history is just a great story yeah that people should be telling all and the time history should be told by some freak guy who's super pumped to tell you about history yeah. like just so excited but he, they're not allowed to talk about history history they're supposed mm-hmm. to talk about what's in the textbook but like jesus like they actually got to really talk about yeah. history to you really, say what's going on. You got to talk about how many women Ben Franklin was fucking. Yeah, and like honestly, <laughs> like that may that would have caught my attention immediately. Yeah. Are you kidding me? There's, the founding fathers are drunk as hell and fucking all these things. I'd be like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so Soul, curious. Give me all the books. I will read for real this time. <laughs> there is so little like. The thing that I learned about the that like recently that blew my mind was just like, hey, you know that America only exists because of a Haitian slave revolution, right? Or she's like, 
Go the fuck on, please. <laughs> I want to hear that crazy shit. Yeah. Uh, because it's kind of like when people think of America, it was like, man, the Brits really pissing us off. I'm like, we nah. skipped a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like the British were pissing us off and nah, we need we, the rebel revolution. It wasn't. It's way more complicated than that. Uh, so let's get into it. Question one, mm-hmm. who are the Nubians? Nubians. Who are the Nubians? All I know of the word Nubian yeah. is that it's been used by bad white sci-fi novelists <laughs> to talk about black women from Africa. Okay. So you so, can take take a swing. Okay. Having said that, I don't want to. <laughs> The Nubians are an indigenous group of people who live in the region of Egypt and Sudan. They are believed mm-hmm. to be the first traces of civilization. At the beginning of, I think it's Chasing Amy, yeah. there's a character, and he's a black uh, graphic novelist, and he goes on this rant at like a Comic-Con uh, all about black power, but it, they make it sound very radical and violent, and then everybody runs away screaming after Jason Lee's character asks a question. Right. But there's a point where he asks... The, the the writer says something about uh, a Nubian princess, and Jason Lee raises his hand and goes, what's a Nubian? And he gets super mad. And I remember after the scene, he walks up to him, and he's the only one left, and he goes, what's a Nubian? Bitch, you almost made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that bit. Uh, yeah, Nubians. Uh, nobody ever talks about them. Uh, I rarely hear about it, so I brought it up. All right. Uh, And if I say anything wrong, I don't mean in terms of opinions. Guys, they're solidified. Uh, That's how I feel about that group of people. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, but as in if I just got it, if I say a word wrong, if I say a name wrong, I'm not on Twitter anymore. Um, (laughs) uh, Who is Mustafa Kemal Ataturk? Oh, I I gave you questions that I don't think I'm trying to be like he's not gonna know. I kind of hopefully you can read into them and be like it might be this. I hope that he lives in what is now known as Turkey. Yes. So who do you who, so who do you think this is? So is he the leader of the Turks? Yeah. All right. There he's the go. founding father of Turkey. There you go. So when the Ottoman Empire uh, exploded, basically exploded, 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 exploded. This guy basically kept Turkey, made it independent. They've pushed away the alliance allies. Everybody was trying to take advantage of them, yeah. and so it kept it. So he is the founding father of Turkey. And I'm bringing up all these things because I literally just went through all the countries and mm-hmm. just was just like things we probably don't. Yeah, things we've never been probably taught, don't things know. we don't know. Uh, question three. Sure. Why did Greece fall? Oh, fuck. I know this one, too. I was watching a crash, a crash course world history about this. Um, God, I don't, I, don't, I don't remember it, though. What's, like, the biggest thing that happened? There's always a big event, there's and like, then just, it happens with little events. There's, like, the big war, and they were crushed. So, Alexander the Great died. Yeah. And once he died, basically, Greece turned into independent states. Yeah. And they all just got, started bickering over who was really, like, the it leader. Was, Greece, as we know it during that period, wasn't really a unified state. Everybody followed what Alexander the Great was doing. Right. But he also was kind of losing his fucking mind. Yeah. Uh, so, people... He, was, he spread his... his uh, empire so far but also he became he was a drug addict and mm-hmm. became paranoid and just started killing everybody around him right so like they're like other than you 
doing these things, you're also just going crazy. Um, so, uh, Alexander Great died, turned into an independent state, and then Rome came into power, and by then they were too weak to yeah, combat it. That makes sense. So it's like this weird, like, because this game is about all these civilizations, right? Mm-hmm. Great Britain. I mean, all that's like Great Britain. We have we have British listeners. Um, just like in terms of space, terms of like who was in power at that time, how much Great Britain owned yeah. throughout history. You know what I mean? And for Great Britain now to just be the size that it is. No yeah. offense, Great Britain. Uh, that's in terms of us of America being up top, us being number one, and how we descend not to being in number one mm-hmm. anymore. So that's why I bring up all these like, how did this happen? How did oh, this yeah. happen? I mean, how listen, did this happen? How did this happen? You look and at they're America, all kind of the same over and over and over. If and you over. look at America and you're like, we're number one, baby. It's like, yeah, yeah, for like 20 years. And, yeah. then, uh, and then somebody else shows the up. The Lightman age in civilization is very short. Yeah. Um, <laughs> question four, what, were the main, what was the main source of protein for the Incas? For the Incas? Yes. Uh... Uh, God, I, okay, I have no idea, um, Inca's Peru, right? It's Machu Picchu. You're good, see, you know, you don't, it's not, don't, you're too hard on yourself, you uh, know. Alpacas. Llamas, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> they didn't have cows, and have any of that stuff, so they would eat llamas alpacas, all the time. Alpacas, llamas, the same thing? I don't know. You know what? No, no, no. No, no, no. No, this is what I'm doing on the podcast. Yes, they are. (laughs) How about that? Come Come on. Write me a letter. (laughs) Pigs and gerbils are the same. They're the same. You know what? Blue and green, same color. Come Come at me. Fuck me up. Come at me. Come at me. They ate llamas. Uh, (laughs) Which. No judgments. No, of course no not. No judgments. No judgment. Judgment now? Yes. Ew, I'd never eat a llama. Does Always, a llama? I mean, how dare you? How keep, dare we you? We eat Back cows then? and pigs. We're no oh, better. They're so good. They're delicious. They're so I good. I bet llama tastes great. I don't think so because there aren't any llama meat in America and we eat. Oh, we eat. Oh, please. Oh, we eat. If we had, if we had the space to do it, we would. <laughs> what was the burger place? In New York, they had the ostrich burger. Oh right, uh, I forget what the name of it is. Oh but, man, yeah, we got the that the was my burger. favorite because they had God, just fucking. Just keep- I just think about this time where I'm like, right, fuck America, just a burger place that had every single animal on the menu to make burgers. To have. make burgers, and we would go in and they'd be like, just so you know, this is the funniest thing to ever happen to us. Just so you know, guys, we're out of ostrich burgers. This woman. <laughs> Seems so like I. Concerns. This is the worst thing that's ever gonna happen to you. Yeah. But you can't eat an ostrich burger, and I closed that menu and I stormed out of that <laughs> restaurant. I stormed. How dare you! I cannot eat my ostrich burger. How dare you! I am I, a. I, I am a duke. To, <laughs> I came here to eat the offspring of a chicken and a giraffe. And if you cannot provide that for me in patty form atop a bun, a bun, I am out of here. I want Harpo Marx's horse on a plate. <laughs> so stupid. It's so funny how often you yell that in restaurants. Oh, man. For any of you know, he rode a ostrich. Uh, question five. During the 16th century, Spain became the most powerful nation in Europe. For what reason? 
What did they have that other people didn't? They had gold mining from their colonies. <laughs> you just want to expand on that? No. Because you kind of, you kind of, what did didn't I? they have exactly? <laughs> what exactly did they, they have? They were wealthy because they stole everything in America and brought it back. Yeah, it seems right. So yes, when you're like gold from the colonies, I'm like, you mean shit they stole? That is that is a very funny thing. Like, oh, we got this from the colonies. You fucking pillaged a foreign land. Exactly. So when they talk about America, America's like, we showed up and yeah, and the Brits were so mean to us. I'm like, you skipped yeah, so, so much. You skipped hundred two hundred years of history of weirdos hiding in the woods mm -hmm. pretending Jesus is coming to kill them at any second yep. while murdering people that weren't white. Yeah. Like, I don't like... And don't. buying people that weren't <laughs> Buy white. And <laughs> selling people that weren't white. And giving smallpox blankets to people who weren't white. Question six. Napoleon was one of the smartest generals to ever live, but what was his final mistake that seemed to be repeated? That seems to be repeated. He... I mean, he's the reason he sold... Most of the, the French colonized America back to the U.S. Uh, because of the Haitian Revolution. Like, the Louisiana Purchase is entirely him being like, oh, I need money. I bet yeah. on the wrong horse. Yeah, so what was the final death nail? Of of Napoleon? Mm-hmm. Because no, he didn't get, like, killed in He didn't get battle. beaten. No. No, he just, I think he just, like, sent his troops to the wrong places like he spread himself too thin is that it <laughs> we talked about it he invaded russia all right it's invaded russia it's in hilarious winter. to me because napoleon invaded russia and you just don't do that if you're a land army who needs to walk everywhere at all times yes. like and is always outside and tense mm -hmm. and shit like that and then what's hilarious to me is that Hitler did the same exact thing. Oh, yeah. So two general dictator authoritarians both invaded Russia and both were destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't go to Russia in the winter. <laughs> don't not go to Russia. Horus, Just not don't go to Russia. Yeah. Don't go to Russia. Yeah. Uh, question seven. Mm -hmm. How many men are descendants of Geng Genghis Khan today? Oh, it's like one third of the population. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a vast over exaggeration. Yeah, it's okay. sixteen million men, so it's like zero point five percent. Ah, it's a ton, but it's more fun. <laughs> it's more fun to say a third. Yeah. Uh, question eight: uh, Why was there a Korean War? Oh, America. Um, uh, history repeats itself. The America. Oh, because uh, we didn't want China or Russia to take power of the northern part of the Korean peninsula. They did have power. Yeah. We so the, Soviets power. the Soviets held power and then uh, invaded the south. Mm -hmm. and the south was controlled by America, and this is what we have today. It was, it was all anti-communist uh, hysteria, I guess. <laughs> Just hysteria. Jesse, why is he called Caesar Salad? Uh, because huh? because you stab it as you eat it. Oh, that's next question. That's not the answer. It should be. What well, what's the answer? Caesar salad. Mm -hmm. Do you know where it was made? Tijuana, Mexico. Really, is really the home place of the Caesar salad. A guy in the twenties brought it to America mm -hmm. and called it Caesar salad because his name is Caesar. Caesar. So all these Americans go to Greece and probably ask them all the time, 
about Caesar salad. Now, I wonder if the pop cultureness has kind of, because I feel like people like with Caesar salad, like, oh, you got to get the anchovies. And like, they like get really like into <laughs> They're it. They're like, no, you understand what Caesar was. Right. But now it's hilarious because I'm like, but it's from Tijuana. Yeah. So you should be adding avocado. Yeah, I don't. It's <laughs> like poblano peppers or something. Uh, question 10. How many robots does Japan have? All of them. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> About 700,000 industrial robots were used worldwide in 1995. Don't make fun of the number. It's what I could find. Okay. 500,000 of them were in Japan. <laughs> That is uh, so good. Remember when you told me not to make fun of the number? Yeah. Did you check on Microsoft and Carter? Oh, <laughs> yes. A paperclip asked if this number is okay to use. This has been history. Yeah, it's hard. of everybody it's hard like there's there's a lot in this game that gets implied that's pretty like it's funny that you get like a plus one or plus two education or knowledge when you sign up as america to play this game <laughs> like there's stuff like that that's hidden around there yeah it's hard not to be in your face about it but america yeah. was even the first version of this because technically america shouldn't even have a tribe so like that's the thing like and they have uh indigenous tribes uh you know tribes that were indigenous to what is now america in this game i remember bringing that up as a kid when this game came out mm -hmm. where i was like shouldn't they be native americans but i'm like nobody wants to talk about how they go from not white to white yeah like you know what That's i mean like you could technically do what we're doing but no it's the complete because you can be lakota you can be yeah you can be like actual indigenous nations it's just like in the terms i don't know it feels America is so weird when it comes to these games. Yes. Because <laughs> there's no starting point. It's almost like you have to come halfway through. That That is what I was going to bring up because, like, you start in the Bronze Era. And, like, so America doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. So that's why, like, it wasn't in the first one. time. For a long, long time. I mean, like, a lot of other countries, I feel like, have some version of this. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of countries, Canada and Australia, both have like we have indigenous people that we I've, committed genocide. I against. feel bad for them because, like Australia, Canada, New Zealand, uh, these countries that play video games mm -hmm. and are never represented. Civ has put Canada, yeah, in it, and you can be Australia in it. But it took until 2020 mm -hmm. for them to acknowledge that Canada and Australia are nations, and it's the same sort of thing. Of like, dude, it took till 2020 until I recognized that Australia thank was you. a nation. Just thank you, thank you. I made I, I made a game for you that I I made entirely, and that I was like, I don't think we should do this game. Okay, <laughs> Which, should I'm we just, not? Is this are you gonna not edit gonna, this I out? I just want to tell you about it because okay, it's cool. along the same lines. I made a fuck Mary kill, but yeah. internationally, so it was called Trade Treaty Nuke. <laughs> and do you I, not want to do it because it's going to be me nuking countries? Yeah, I. Here's, you thought? <laughs> well, here's the thing: is that the first one I wrote out was like South Korea, Philippines, Japan, and as soon as I was like, 
the word nuke was anywhere near Japan, I was like, I don't feel comfortable with this anymore. Okay, well, if you want me to make you feel better, um, nuke, nuke, nuke. <laughs> I went through my end up making you a different game, but I just think it's funny because, like, when you talk about games that do this, we brought this up in the past with different uh, um, uh, real-time strategy games. There is this feeling of, like, but guys, we're talking about like a real thing here. We're talking right. about places that did exist and that still exist. And, you know, talking about America and being like, where's the starting point for this game? We don't want to say. Yeah, we don't want to talk about and it. And that's so much because so much of world history is these stories of terrible genocides and gruesome wars and just History's, History and is a constant edit. Yeah. It's a constant we need to... Uh, we need to wipe this out. Mm -hmm. We need to erase this. We need to edit this sentence. We need to do this. We need to do that. It's about getting both sides of the story and trying to find the whole overview mm -hmm. of to really what happened. Yeah. Of like who really forced whose hand. And this game ends up playing out like a Quentin Tarantino movie where it's not so much about what happened, but it's about what could happen and like what you want to happen and all the possibilities and like a sped up version. It's, so it's, it's interesting. It's it's interesting because uh, when you play Civ, it's a balancing act. You have to constantly be balancing. You can't seem attractive. You almost have to seem the same equal to everybody. Mm -hmm. So if somebody has a big army, you have to have a big army. If everybody's starting to make money, you better start making money because right. you start to seem weak. If you start to seem weak, we can take advantage of you. That's when you don't become a superpower yeah. in the world. That's when United States or China or Russia can go to your country and go, hey, we're going to install our president, our person, because you can't fucking do shit about it. These yeah. city states, basically Belgium and World War One, World War Two, all these countries are just like stuck, basically. It's so Canada weird. with us. Yeah. <laughs> You're just, they, just whatever we do, they us. have to come do it with us. Yeah. For I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. For at least another three weeks, they, have to <laughs> they cut us off. Sorry, ended. Oh, it's we're acting like Canada's gonna break up with us soon, and they like already pack their Canada's stuff. Canada's already fucking. They're like, ice oh yeah, they're on the Instagram yeah. with the stories. They're together, hanging out. We're swiping through Hinge, and Canada's like, we like hockey, and we're like, what the fuck is this? And we're like, all right, well, let's see how Mexico's doing, and they're like doing so well. They're yeah. like so happy now. Mexico's like, um. We were in, in a toxic relationship with you, and after we got out, we did a lot of soul searching and realized <laughs> that we weren't valuing ourselves high enough, and now here we are in a relationship with ourselves. <laughs> I'm great. working on me. I'm working on me, and I got to tell you something. I'm learning a lot about me. Did you know that I invented Caesar salad? <laughs> Keith, what I did make for you yes. was a game called Choose Your Starting State. Yeah. In this game, yeah. when you choose a country or a civilization or a society, whatever, you get certain attributes, some positive, maybe some negative. Right. So I'm just going to give you a few states. I found that this was this is more palatable than me than making fun of other countries okay. was making fun of our own states. Sure, sure, sure. So I'm going to give you states, and we're going to come up with uh, the attributes that go along with it, the things that you get, positives and negatives from this. Got it. Number one, California. To me personally, Do it. this comes with plus two agriculture, but that agriculture makes you sluggish and it makes you want to watch Adventure Time and eat Domino's. What do you get for California? So, in California, you're going to get a shit ton of money. Um, that's going to be like the number one thing. 
is you can tax the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. People are going to move to it no matter what. No matter what, you're going to be making money. Now the negatives, um, everything else. <laughs> everything else is a negative, which I think is a fair trade-off. If you are just making shit tons of money, there has to be like, well, then everything else sucks. Mm-hmm. There are no trees, so you can't cut down any fucking wood yeah there uh is no intelligence here oh, so you yeah. can't use a library uh all these sorts of things now there's toughness there's character sure there's definitely character in los angeles but that doesn't really contribute to anything organized success i don't no. know so yeah i think money and then everything else is like negative for like city state you get the dodgers but also who cares yeah like all your soldiers are going to be unorganized and make terrible choices, but you can make a shit ton of them because you can afford it. Yeah. All right. Number two, Ohio. I uh, I have that. It comes with negative four entertainment, but every four years you do get to choose the president. So um, you have better mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, I would argue... That actually entertainment is up. Yeah. Because they have the Music Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But here we go. Okay. Morale is extremely low because yeah, you is. live in Ohio. Yeah, it is. No offense. No offense. No, no, no offense. Like Cleveland, get, it's mostly a joke at Cleveland. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think about Cincinnati. That's and- the, the, the biggest knock against Ohio is you have two major cities. Three. Ohio, what, what am I? Cleveland? Columbus. Columbus is a major city. They have a hockey team. Oh my god, they do have. Oh my god, they have a god. major hockey team that no one really gives a fuck about. Every time, I mean, you if, probably do. If I don't you know. start, it's all game, about football. It's all about football there. If you start the game as Ohio, you will defeat every state around you, and you'll hear all your soldiers cheer, and then you'll see the Browns play, and you'll give the states back <laughs> out of shame. <laughs> Number three, Alabama. I say you get plus three barbecue, and then at the beginning of every turn, somebody goes, at least we're not Mississippi. No, so here's the thing about Alabama. Alabama has, I would, are there any more Southerns? Uh, How many more Southerns? There's really only, mm, I'd say one and a half Southerns. Okay, I'll give it to them then. Uh, <laughs> I I think, honestly, you. I think soldier movement plus two. Mm-hmm soldier overall experience like plus five or something like mm-hmm. that like they have experience they going have in. malicious because yeah, the fucking confederates killed way more of us than we did of them yeah. in the civil war we attacked them in their area so if you're in alabama and you're starting alabama i'm like i got my good old boys they love guns whatever yeah and then yeah the intelligence is like minus five <laughs> uh fuck i don't where are all the things about alabama you like are in debt when you start basically (laughs) uh what else you should only be able to build one wonder yeah and it's something like world's third biggest ball of yarn i I love how it's just like should keith talk about nuking countries or shitting on states and it's like yeah shit on states <laughs> i we mean both are country. both are great yeah but i've been to alabama i know i've never been to alabama uh and i'm sorry that i said it like that uh alabama um yeah i don't know with the other negatives to it like honestly i just think it's like be the soldiers i don't want it it's when people when i think of alabama when i think of the south mm-hmm 
I'm not like, hey, through and through, fuck that state, fuck no. those people. I think about, I'm thinking about all the nice people who are in the South and Alabama and stuff like that. Yeah, there's Southern but hospitality, I'm like, but there's also... But I don't, yeah, I don't have that hospitality contributes to my city, state, my, like, state. Yeah. Mo- mil- you, know, you know what I mean? I'm also like, there's hospitality towards some people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll just stick with the soldier thing. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. It. Number four, Kansas. Kansas. I gave them plus three for flatness, plus two for corn, and minus eight wanting to be alive. Yeah, I, did, I would do literally <laughs> plus vision two, as in if you make like a city, you can see farther than other yeah. cities because it's so fucking flat. Your entire defense should be a corn maze that other armies have to get through before they can attack. Yeah, and then why do you live in Kansas if you live in Kansas? <laughs> I bet if you can't give me any other reasons than family, yeah. please don't try to say we got the best blah blah blah. Yeah. You don't. You don't. I you don't guys care have what the is. second biggest ball you of got yarn. The... <laughs> <laughs> All right, number five. But, I mean, I did like Nebraska's right there, and I got jokes about Nebraska. Yeah. And I'd rather go to Nebraska. <laughs> God. Number five, New York State. Ew. Uh, you get so when you started the game as New York, you get a ton of extra wonders, but nobody ever visits them because they're for tourists. So your steel, your construction is high. Yeah. This isn't like a lot of steel cities sort of up there. There's a yeah. lot of like mines and shit like They're that. Pittsburgh. So like production is plus five, all this sort of stuff. Um, but then there is the issue of in the game when you, when you play this Rise of Nations, you have to have like a cap hit. Your cap stays low. Okay. Because nobody wants to be there. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Like, it just stays at 50, and you can't up it at all. But you can make things fast. Like, yeah. you can make 50 people fast, but it doesn't go past 50 Kansas people. and New York are very similar in that, like, yeah, why are we here at this point? But I would give New York... Here's what I'll give upstate New York, is that there's trees, there's stuff, there's shit. Like, yeah. there's... There's things Go to the I personally lights. wouldn't want to live there. Yeah. This is like thing about Kansas. Kansas also gets cold. Yeah. So it's like, what's what's the draw? Wyoming. What's the draw? I get Wyoming more than Kansas because I still think Wyoming's prettier than Kansas, yeah. at least in my opinion. I've been through Kansas a little bit, and I'm just like, am I not in Oklahoma? <laughs> and I've never been to Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Kansas, and Nebraska should form one super state and should just be called the middle. It's, it's the thing, it's like Kentucky has a vibe. Kentucky's very southern to me. Oh, I went Keith, through Oklahoma. You just ahead. wait. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Number six, Massachusetts. I give them plus three racial equality in theory and minus 10 racial equality in practice. Yeah, so plus three intelligence mm-hmm. and then minus three intelligence. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, the it balances out. Like, people are like, Boston's a smart city. I'm like, it is and it, and it isn't. It isn't, yeah. It is and it isn't. You got really smart people there. Mm-hmm. It's like, what, fucking sports team's really great because they got this one player, but the rest of the team is shit. You can't yeah. be like, that's a great team. <laughs> the Wizards are great. They got Michael Jordan. <laughs> I'm just going to move on from that one because you got it. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Number seven, Florida. Florida. So comes with negative two culture, but plus 16 meth. Plus three happiness. Yeah. Everyone's happy in That's Florida. True. If you live in Florida, you're happy. Like, we, you've heard all the jokes. They don't give a shit. Yeah. People like Florida. They love Florida. That's true. Right? They're just making that choice. It's just like, fuck it. I think 
Caroline makes think she's like, I hate it there. She's like, but I can fucking breathe. Yeah. She's like, I can breathe in Florida. It's all the stuff with the bugs, everything like that. So plus three happiness and then uh, plus five amusement. <laughs> really? All the shit's there. Um, they should be able to to start with a wonder, but it yeah. has to be a skidoo that they got on uh, Craigslist. Why isn't Disney World a wonder in Civ or this game? It just let's just get to it. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's, it's corporate, but other than that, yeah, I would consider Walt Disney World a wonder of the world. I I might. I'm not sure. Like it is a. Because a wonder of the world to me... The cultural me, touchstone it inspires people. That inspires people and that the it attracts the world. <laughs> Disney yeah. World absolutely does that. Now for the negatives... Um, it's run by... Uh, or is created by an anti-Semitic man who's you're, incredibly hateful. Uh, you always have a disease going on and explosions are random. Yeah. Yeah, that seems So there's fair. just diseases always and just bad shit happens randomly. Yeah. But everybody's happy. All right. <laughs> Uh, Keith, Kentucky. State sucks. Next question. All right, Keith, last one. <laughs> Texas. Texas. Uh, I wish I loved Texas. I love parts of it. Caroline and I talk about it because we're like looking at places and it sucks. Like, because I'm just like, man, there's something about Texas where I'm like, it is so fucking cool. And then I just get freaked out and turned off at the same time. Yeah. Like, she gets freaked out that they might take away abortion rights yes. from women. It's, like, on the table. And so she gets freaked out about that shit. When I was there, we went to Austin. Everybody was driving a truck and driving like a fucking crazy person. Yeah. I was like, this is a little... It's a little bit much. A little much. So, I don't know. Like, Texas... Texas, to me... It's, like, Texas, to me, is the most perfect starting point for a state in this game. Yeah. I would pick Texas. It's There's a lot going for it. Money, that could go wrong, oil, like, production, yeah. land. Uh, it's central. Very important. All right. This has been Choose Your Starting State. Keith, I think you nailed it. Yeah. Guys, uh, history. It's fun, but it's all horrifying, and it has an end point. <laughs> yeah. This game is intense. And yeah. Like watching nukes go off in the game all of a sudden is intense. So there are the ways you can set up the game is that you can have there's only you can only nuke people ten there's only ten nukes allowed in the game and then the game's over for everybody. So, so like, nobody can win. Yeah. So let's say you're one country and you think everybody's gonna come to attack, you just nuke everybody and end the game for everybody. That's so there's no winner declared or anything, it's just fucking over. I'm pretty sure it's just over for everybody. You can only nuke nine times or that's, ten times. That's fucking... I mean, and then, that's a great thing to put in a game like that. It yeah. speaks to what actual nuclear warfare is. And I think there is some other game coming out where they're going to have climate change involved. And yeah. I think Civ, like they have like... Yeah, stuff. Civ, they have climate change involved where you have to do all this stuff to make sure that you can't be overdoing it by the end that's and things so like that. crazy. I mean, it's great. I'm glad that they're scary. doing it. It is scary. It's fucking scary because it's, it's just it's, really in our faces. Uh, God. It is it is strange to be like in a game filled with war and suffering and just like massive amounts of death as history is. Here's climate change and that's the most fucked up thing that you're going to see. Yeah. Cuz it stops everything in the game. Mm -hmm. It's like the biggest wrench in the game. It's yeah. just like, "Now you can't do any of the things you want to do because the earth's over." Yeah. Like you'll put 
Because what happens in this in in Civ is you'll put a city near the ocean, and the game lets you know that if it's really bad, this isn't going to be on the game anymore. Yeah. So just it'll like, just show you that all your cities get overtaken by water, and shit gets destroyed, and it's just Jesus. done. Jesus. Yeah. That's a terrifying, but very cool mechanic. Very cool for mechanic. A video game. Very cool mechanic. Keith, I made a final five for you. I made one for you as well. All right. Mine is based on this game. Mine is based on money. Okay. Howard okay. Stern. Sure. Is worth how much? This is already upsetting. Uh, he's worth $80 million. $650 million. He's worth more than half a billion dollars. Howard Stern. Howard there. Stern, the man who made a woman have an orgasm live on national television, national radio. Yeah. Because he blew into the speaker. Jesus Christ, I hate our country and I hate our world. I hate existence. Number one, Keith, what country should you have been born in? What makes the most sense for Keith King Bay? America. Yeah? Yeah, I should have been born here. I should stay here. This is where I'm supposed to be. I would have left wherever I was. Yeah. I totally would have. Like, I get jealous of Canada. I get jealous of these European countries. I get jealous of Asian countries and, like, all these sorts of things. Um... But knowing that, like, I love America, mm -hmm. I love how diverse it is, I love all the different states, I love how all these places have different personalities, I w if I lived in Germany, I'd be like, I want to leave. Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone here is the fucking same, it's the same shit. Now, that said, Caroline and I watched the recent toughest prisons in the world. Yeah. We watched the German one. Mm -hmm. They brought in... The scariest German in German history to ever enter the prison system. Mm -hmm. And he walked in, huge beard, biggest dude, like Bronson. You guys yeah. ever saw Bronson? Like, he's German Bronson. Mm -hmm. Walked in and goes, hi, how are you? <laughs> this is nice to meet you. And they're like, don't you want to get out of prison? They're like, yeah, they told me I can leave, but I just don't think I'm ready. Oh, my God. Because what they do is therapy. So they're yeah. all forced to do therapy. So they're all just like there mentally and i'm like that's so good i'm like that's how so that's so good <laughs> all right ask me your next question uh tiger me. woods highest net worth was how much uh 300 million 800 million <laughs> jesus god <laughs> number two Keith. <laughs> historically whose military is the scariest to you oh the mongols right Mongols by far. It's terrifying. Mongols are just the Mongols were just it was post apocalyptic shit. Yeah, they were just you fucking could, eat you covered you in your own shit. You could smell them hundreds yes. of miles away. That's how bad the Mongols smelled. Yeah. That's and that you just you had no like the Europeans were like, he's coming to kill all of us. Like mm -hmm. Europe was expecting it and they didn't get that. They were lucky that Genghis Khan died. Basically, is it like they're hundreds of miles away, but they're so swift on horseback that the second you smell them, you're already like it's done. Yeah, that was the whole thing about the Mongols that they literally live like uh, Avatar. We're not mm -hmm. like the horses or they connect or some shit like all these sorts of things are the Dothraki with their horses. Yeah. And you connect like all of that shit based on the Mongols. is Mongols is yeah. Mongols so good on horseback and bows and arrows that you just like. Let's say you're the a knight in Europe, and you're a fucking great knight, and you're used to fighting French knights. You're not going to be shit to a guy on a horse who can fucking hit you with seven bows, like, immediately. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's a whore. Everybody's Legolas, and they all, <laughs> everybody's Legolas, but they're all incels. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, that's fucking terrifying. But it does speak to an important theory I have about Lord of the Rings, that what? Legolas is an incel. <laughs> 
What you got for me? Uh, Beyonce costs how much to perform at your birthday party? <laughs> More uh, importantly, you never grow out of birthday parties. There's always a price. Like, if you're a punk band and you're uh, like, I'm too good for punk. For there's birth- all, there's a price. I don't care what kind of punk you are. There's a fucking price. Four million. Yes. Really? Four million dollars. On the nose? She did it. I think she did it for an uh, an Indian girl in India. That's fucking crazy. Four million dollars. Oh my god, that's I, great. I remember watching Sweet Sixteen, not like Washington, it came on very and the format. Do you remember the format? Uh not really. I don't think I ever watched that show. The format is a band. Oh, they, the format oh, I thought you meant yeah. The format is the guys who made fun. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like huge now, but the format came out to perform in front of like 20 16 year old girls and i remember me being like the fucking formats at your party playing the last single or whatever yeah and i'm just like right they were like here's 30 grand to perform five songs or something i'm like yeah wow do that it's weird (laughs) keith what's the greatest story in history greatest story in history uh you know i don't know uh Last uh, hardcore history talks about uh, how it was uh, Alexander the Great's mom, right? Is like the coolest story in history. Most interesting. Um, but honestly, I really, I really don't know because it's all so subjective. Yeah, I don't know enough about Japanese history. Oh yeah, to. To exclude them from the to exclude from it because everything in my brain and everything from being American comes from European history. Like Mm -hmm. that's what like is pushed into my head. I don't know anything about the indigenous people of of Australia. Right. I don't know anything about them. Um, And that's a whole part of history. And I don't think I know enough about the Mayans or the Incas and all these impressive civilizations that probably would have been better for all of us as a world if they were the more powerful ones like you know what i mean like these civilizations that were able to create plumbing before other people Mm -hmm. and able to like create a wonderful society before disease and all this shit to come steal all the stuff so i really don't know to me the most interesting country is just russia yeah it's just the most they're the most interesting and there's nothing you can do about it it's hilarious that a country that's like we don't even want to be part of russia but it has their capital or we don't want to be part of europe but has, has their, their capital, capital as close so to close to europe <laughs> like they're the biggest country in the world they span the largest continent in the world and they're like but you didn't invite us to our birthday party so we're gonna stand over here and we, ruin it for everyone <laughs> if we had done trade treaty nuke number three was russia soviet union russian empire <laughs> What do you got for me, Keith? How much money did Buzz Aldrin get paid to go to the moon? Oh, God. This is going to be so sad, isn't it? It's going to be like 14000 A year's pay of $20,000. No bonuses were paid. Oh, my God. But I God. did check. You and I don't like it when politicians write books. Yeah. We don't like it. Right. Buzz Aldrin wrote a book. It's like the shit where I'm like, you go make your money. Yeah. <laughs> you go get your money. Yeah, you're an astronaut. You went to the moon. You were supposed to be the first guy to step on the moon, but because there was a mishap when you guys were changing in the lunar lander, you couldn't get to the door, and Neil Armstrong could. Ugh. Right? And think about that guy who's just like, all right, you guys have fun. I'm just going to- Mike Collins. Chill out. Just circling the moon. Cool. Yeah. And Real fun. Module. Yeah, real fun, real fun. What are you going to say when they want you to talk? That's cool. 
I'm just gonna sit here. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna Ringo it up. Well, uh, well, Paul and John go hang out down there. This will be great. <laughs> Keith, number four, who's the worst leader in world history? Trump. Hey, it's yeah. not even. It's not. It's, that's just, it's not. It's not close. I've never seen the amount of like intelligence. I've never. I've never seen historians dumbfounded. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, there's huge qualities about leaders that you can pull. Even the fucking horrible, horrible ones. Horrible ones. Like even Marie Antoinette, who doesn't understand like the whole people were coming to kill her, and she was like, "Let them eat cake or whatever the shit." She still had some like semblance of responsibility. Some, in world building. Something. Yeah. She wasn't fucking her kids. Yeah. Like. Like, there was some intelligence to these people. Mm -hmm. Like, all of them. Like, even the dumbest American leader who's not Trump, you're probably thinking of George W. Bush, I bet there's way dumber people that you guys just aren't aware of because we weren't alive back then. But in terms of just, like, this has never been seen before. Yeah. This amount of corruption and for such a, like, a... It's like Rome. Yeah. It's like Rome, but all these other great civilizations were around when Rome was around. Where Rome is just kind of destroying itself, and it just got like attacked, and it was, like it was the end of that. Now I don't think that's going to happen to America. I just think America is breaking apart right now. Yeah, it's just slowly breaking apart, and the media amplifies it. All the shit amplifies it. Trump amplifies it. Like what I'm reading to you right now. It's like Howard Stern is on the news on the radio all the time. Seven hundred million dollars. Don Lemon, ten million dollars a year. Like yeah. ten million. It's like. Megan Kelly makes like $20 million. She got fired from Fox for being a terrible person. Then she came to NBC and was a terrible person. You get to pay $20 million. This is the amount of corruption that's in our face. And it's not that these people didn't get caught. It's that they get caught and that nothing really happens. happens. Yeah, there's no ramifications for anybody's actions. No. So all these people that like I look up, that I'm like people that actually help the world, it's just like hilarious because it's just like, yeah, we don't give a fuck about you. Yep. Last question. All right. At the end of Mr. Rogers' career, how much money did he make a year? Fifty-five thousand. One hundred and thirty-nine thousand. Now, thank God, it wasn't just he went on the camera. Mm -hmm. He was also like in charge of the company and all yeah. this other shit. So he's running the show, and, and he's also just over six. Getting older. Yeah. Like, good for him. Could have clearly been like, I'm taking five hundred grand this oh, yeah. year or whatever. Like. And we all would have been like, whatever, I think. We would have been like, that's out of your bounds. But like this dude through and through was just like a good person. Yeah, dude. I'm into it. Keith. Yes. One word answers only. Yes. Number five. Which country is going to win? I think Russia. Seems very plausible at this point. I think Russia's going to win. I think yeah. looking at Great Britain, looking at us, looking at Brazil, looking at North Korea. Looking at China. Looking at China, well, China's dealing with, like, I don't know. I think it's Russia right now until I'm proven wrong, until, like, actual quote-unquote patriots show up and yeah. start cleaning out. Like, I wish, I wish there was, like, I don't, it's scary. I don't want a Napoleon. I don't no. want a general to take over. But I fucking wish that there was 
one general or one person who's like ultra ultra American yeah. and just like actual American, actual American of doing the right things and taking care of the people mm-hmm. and restoring order and all this shit. Like, I don't feel like anybody in power right now is actually no. American. Everybody, even Mad Dog, is just like whatever. I'm leaving. I'm just like fuck all of you. Mad Dog. This Mad Dog is just like this general who worked with the Trump in his office and oh. wouldn't do a lot of the shit that like Trump wanted him to do, and he quit and all this sort of stuff. And everyone just kind of like. Trump sucks. And I'm like, there should be more vocal yeah. things. And everybody. Also, he doesn't suck. He's an authoritarian ruler trying right. to take hold in a dictatorship. Everybody's just like, whatever. I'll go write my book and hide and hope it doesn't end terribly. Yep. And I'm like, you just, you're all part of the problem. Yeah. You're all part of the problem. <laughs> Fucking Putin. All right. Keith, do you have any final thoughts? No. Uh, go. Rise of Nations. Go play Rise of Nations. Go check it out. If you liked Age of Empires, or uh, if you like Civ. If you like Civ, I don't know if I could recommend this game. Because it's you. just there's more combat, there's more like real action. I wouldn't recommend this time. game to Caroline. It'd be too stressful. Oh yeah, no, this is a much faster moving game than. So Civ. like, if you're not used to just moving fast with soldiers and strategies and all this sort of stuff, yeah. uh, I don't recommend it. But if you're like, hey, I played Age of Empires, and this sounds fun to me, uh, you will. You you're welcome. Yeah, I mean, it still looks good as a game. Yeah, I'm still addicted to it. I sat so. down to play it, and I'm like, I'm probably gonna play another round of it. Yeah, man. I beat Persia. I was like, I I forgot Russia had that thing. Mm-hmm. Had their like, if you attack Russia, you lose your soldiers over time. And I made this massive army, and I went to attack them. My soldiers started dying. I was like, oh fuck this! Yeah, I just like now. turned it off and like yeah. replayed it. I'm like. Looking at Persia, I'm like, I know you ain't got shit like that. <laughs> Just yeah. like click on that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going, after, I'm going after the second biggest yeah, guy. I'm like, I'm gonna go rounds. get I'm like, I ain't fighting you with bows and arrows, I ain't fighting you with the tribe army. Yeah. But after that, I'm gonna come fight you. <laughs> yeah. I'll fuck you up later on when I've got my Yeah, when my you got elephants and shit and could fuck me up with your amazing Persian horses. No, I'm gonna running away. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. Reminder to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at New Player Pod. Marius review us five stars wherever you uh, listen to this podcast. Also, I believe this Friday we're doing another fundraiser with Sister District, so you can uh, make a small donation and play some video games with us. We'll have the link to that on our social media stuff. Otherwise, let's get out of here. Let's do it. Keith, Jesse, his new players join. Goodbye. Bye. I want Harpo Marx's horse on a plate. <laughs> <laughs>